Good morning, everyone. In Genesis chapter 48, Jacob is about to breathe his last, and he's going to have an encounter with Joseph and with Joseph's um, youngest boys. And it's amazing to me how much of Genesis and really the whole Bible points back to the promise that was given to Abraham. Let's take that in here in, in Genesis 48, verse 3 here it says, Then Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me. And he said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and numerous, and I will make you a company of peoples, and will give this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. So here, that promise that began all the way back in Genesis chapter 12. Uh, and this is, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, Genesis is the foundation not only with creation, but it's really the foundation of the Bible and understanding it's really important. Let me read to you again Genesis 12. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go forth from your country, from your relatives, and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. That was going to be the land of Canaan. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, so that you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. This is known as the promise. God made a unilateral promise in a covenant to Abraham that he was going to bless Abraham's family with a multitude and with land. And a further extension of that promise is that when Abram and Sarah were barren, and then Abram and Sarah ended up having, or they were going, they got promised again that this was going to happen and that they would have a child from their own womb. You might remember they had a difficulty having children. An extension of Genesis 12 that is really important to understand is that in Genesis 15, um, they were going to take matters into their own hand and have one of their servants have the child, you know, for Sarah. And God took him outside, uh, Genesis 15, 5. And God took him outside, Abraham that is. Now look toward the heavens and count the stars if you are able to count them. And he said to them, so shall your descendants be. Then he believed the Lord, and he reckoned it to him as righteousness. So Abraham was viewed as righteous before God because he believed the promise of God, which was reiterated in Genesis 15, but it began with the promise in Genesis 12 that I'm going to bless you. And so this blessing was on Abraham's family. So now when we move forward to Genesis 48, you know, we see all the, the big deal, right, about the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, and now Jacob, and now Jacob blessing, giving the blessing onto Joseph's sons. Um, and, and, and so receiving this blessing is a really big deal. And you might remember, you know, Jacob got it, Esau, you know, didn't get the same blessing or the ultimate blessing from 
his father. And, and, and sure enough, the blessings coming through Jacob here. So now Jacob's going to pray over Joseph's sons and, and, and Joseph. And listen to what it says here in Genesis 48:15. The God before whom my father Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day. I, I just love this this recognition by Jacob. And now, you know, he you know, in the previous chapter he kind of was ripped from his homeland, indeed from the land of Canaan because of starvation, and had to come to Egypt, but now he's been under the blessing of Pharaoh, really the blessing of God through Pharaoh and through Joseph. And I think he's starting to feel the the blessing that's been upon him. So the God whom whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the, the God who has been my shepherd all my life, all my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads, and my may my name live on in them, and the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and may they grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And, you know, clearly Jacob, you know, knew how significant this promise of blessing was upon his family. And now he's sharing it with Joseph and Joseph's sons. And it's it's a really big deal. It's a really big deal to understand the promise that was given to Abraham's family and how God was going to bless them. And, you know, it's really interesting, though, to see the waiting game because now they're going to be in Egypt for 400 years. And Although Jacob's really feeling blessed now, he's going to pass. And eventually the Israelites are not going to feel so blessed in Egypt because they're going to become slaves to the Egyptian Pharaoh. But yet God's promise is going to prevail. And hundreds of years later, through Moses, God is going to lead his people out of slavery in Egypt. And he's going to eventually, through Joshua then, lead them into the promised land. And they indeed are going to take over the whole promised land because God's going to see fit that his promise comes true. But unfortunately, you know, the, the, it's, what's going to happen is the Mosaic Covenant is going to get added onto this, and it's a covenant of blessings and curses that if they follow God rightly in the land that they're going to possess, they're going to be blessed. But if they don't, if they forsake God and worship false idols, they're going to be cursed. And indeed, they don't follow God well. And even though God follows through, in his promise to them, they're not faithful to him. So eventually, they're going to lose out on this blessing, uh, and the country is going to get divided. And eventually, you know, as the story goes, Israel is going to get deported um, through the Assyrian Empire and then through the Babylonian Empire. And you know what could have been is, is not going to end up being, and in that season of history, because of the unfaithfulness of Israel. But what's really cool, and, you know, we covered this, and I'm going over it in brief now, is that this promise and blessing is still something that matters today. And I want to, I want to read to you from Galatians chapter three, um, a little bit of a reminder of this. So listen to this in, in Galatians three, 
And we could do the whole chapter again, but we're not. Galatians 3, 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now, this would be the curse of the Mosaic law in the sense that Israel disobeyed the law. We're going to learn about this later. So now they were under the curse because it was a covenant of blessings and curses. They didn't follow, so Israel was under the curse. But listen to what it says in verse 13. Christ redeemed us. Now us, he's referring to the church. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Having become a curse for us, he took our curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. In order that, and this is really this is really huge, take this in. In order that in Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. That's us. See, so all along this blessing was on Israel, but they received a curse because they didn't follow. But now through faith in Jesus, the blessing that was given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we, believers in Jesus Christ, would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And now it's like a new a new part of the promise is that the Holy Spirit now comes and lives inside of those who believe. It's like the next phase of the promise that was upon Abraham has now come to the church. And how it fits in is just as Abraham believed and was accredited righteousness in Genesis 15, now it, it the promise of blessing upon the family of God comes to the family of God. The family of God is now people who have the same faith that Abraham had. And just as Abraham believed and was accredited righteousness, now the church who believes in Jesus is given righteousness, becomes part of the family of God, and receives the promise and blessing that was given to Abraham. Isn't that incredible? And I think we need to marvel at that and know that, that we now are... You know this blessing that Jacob's giving to Joseph and his sons? We're we're part of that blessing. We're part of being blessed by being part of God's family now through faith in Jesus. Listen to Galatians 3. Uh, we'll pick it up just one verse in verse 29. And you know, the an un, un, unbiblically educated person would read the New Testament and wouldn't even see this stuff because if you don't know. Genesis 12 and Genesis 15 really well, you you would see these words and you just miss out on their meaning. So listen to what it says here. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. <laughs> oh man, my laughter's bringing out my cough. That is so good. And if you belong to Christ, do you believe? Are you born again? Have you trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you've been accredited righteousness. Now you've received the Spirit of God as well. But even more so, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. That promise is now for you. The blessing of God is upon you and your family who believe in Jesus, and he's going to bless us. Now, we still have a responsibility to, to follow him and honor him, you know, he, he wants people who have received his blessing and promise to honor him. He wanted Abraham to do it. He wanted Moses to do it. He wants us to do it too. But isn't that incredible?
that we've been ushered into this. So, you know, oh boy, uh, I'm so grateful to God and grateful to you all for going through this journey in the Bible and learning the foundation of the Bible, Genesis, and how important it is. And I think, church, take in this blessing, this promise. Take in being a child of God. Take in that through faith, you are part of the family of God. God is with you. He's for you. Believe in him. Follow him. Draw near to him. And realize that that through faith, his blessing is on. He wants to bless you and bless your family. Let's follow him. Let's obey him. Hallelujah. Amen. And God bless you all.